0: Hello and welcome to episode number 27 of Bill Man the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Mann, where I get to report you the latest weekly news from the NFL, NBA, NHL, and MLB. All righty, everybody, we're going to jump straight to the NBA as the Atlanta Hawks have signed Clint Kapila to a two-year $46 million deal, and the Boston Celtics have also acquired – I apologize if I – if I blumped out his name or if I said it incorrectly, Wanko Hergonomez from the Memphis Grizzlies in exchange for Chris Dunn and Casey Edwards Jr. and a 2026 second round pick. Chris Dunn is not a bad player at all. Like, he's actually fine. And I honestly think Hergonomez will make the Grizzly, the Celtics will make a whole lot better. And as for Dunn and Edwards, I think they'll do just fine for the Grizzlies as they'll continue to be a borderline NBA team. But let me know your thoughts on that. And Atlanta fans, let me know your thoughts on the Clint Kapila site. And now to the NFL. The biggest news out of the NFL this week was Cam Newton getting released from the New England Patriots. Not sure if I mentioned this, but I'm going to mention it again. Cam Newton has been released from the New England Patriots. I'm honestly shocked It's definitely that the Patriots are definitely going to go with Mac Jones, which uh, when it comes to rookie quarterbacks, I don't know at times. But I think Mac Jones will be fine and have a really solid NFL career. And as for Newton, while he really struggled in New England, but I'm curious to know, who do you think will sign him? Will it be the Dallas Cowboys? Will it be the Carolina Panthers? Will it be the Chicago Bears maybe? You guys, let me know your thoughts on that. And Patriots fans, let me know how you feel about this move. And NFL fans, I want to know and hear your predictions on who will sign him. Because right now, I predict either Cam Noon will sign with either the Dallas Cowboys or he'll just go back to the Carolina Panthers. Like, at that point, this would just make a whole lot of sense. And now into Major League Baseball. While, the, while not a whole lot has happened going on lately, other than the playoffs are around the corner. Shohei Otani is still leading Major League Baseball in home runs. Salvador Perez has hit 40 home runs. He has just passed. The last like, catcher to ever hit 40 plus homers in a season was Mike Piazza. I believe it was back in 1981. I apologize if I got this wrong. But Perez is surprising everybody this year. The Boston Red Sox and San Francisco Giants still completely surprise us. And some teams are still fighting for the playoff spots, such as the Oakland Athletics, Toronto Blue Jays, the Boston Red Sox, the New York Yankees. So, Major League Baseball fans, let me know on who do you think will make those playoffs. And now to the NHL. We got some re to talk about. The New York Islanders have re-signed Kyle Palmieri to a four-year, $5 million deal. Goaltender Elias Sorokin on a three year, $4 million deal. Anthony Beauvillier, three year, $12.4 million deals, and Casey Sizekis on a six year, $2.5 million deal. All of those are pretty good. Beauvillier and Sorokin are on the rise. Palmieri's an okay contract. And Sizekis, $2.5 million is a good cap hit, but six years? I mean, I guess that's not too awful. Like, at least it wasn't like a six-year, like two hundred million dollar deal. But, but anyway, but nonetheless, those are all pretty good deals, and I believe they'll do fine. But the question is, what else do they have to do to possibly re-sign Matthew Barzell? Because I believe he's still a restricted free agent at the time I'm recording this. The Philadelphia Flyers have re-signed Joel Faber Far Farberry. I apologize that I said it wrong. It's Joel Farabee on a six-year, $30 million deal. Not a bad one. He's actually a decent centerman. And I honestly think if he keeps improving, puts up his offense, and plays a good game, that I think he'll do just fine. The Buffalo Sabres have re-signed defenseman Henry Haryu and forward Casey Middlestad on a three-year, both of them actually, Three years, two point five million dollar contracts. Yoki Haru, he's mainly been an on the rise kind of player, and I still think he's improving. That I think he'll be, he'll be an okay defenseman. I think he'll be solid, and I think he, he'll be a fine. He's still a fine addition on Buffalo's blue line. And as for Middlestat, while he's actually known for failing to do a pull up on the NHL rookie strength competition. But I think he'll be just a fine centerman, and I think he'll keep working forward as he'll have a very solid rookie year for the Sabres. The Detroit Red Wings have re-signed Philip Haronic on a three-year, $4.4 million deal. The Wings are still rebuilding, so I really don't have too much to say about it, other than it's not that horrible of a, comp, of a cap hit. And then the Ottawa Senators have signed Drake Drake Batherson on a six-year, four-point-nine million dollar deal. Batherson can be a really solid top-four, top-six defenseman, and I think it's a, it's definitely a pretty solid cap hit, four-point-nine million. And I think he'll be a very solid addition on Ottawa's young team, and as they continue to take steps steps forward to hopefully compete for a playoff spot within the next two to three years. And it has happened. The Carol the Carolina Hurricanes have signed. Pretty much acquired and got Jasperi Kukaniemi, a restricted free agent. He signed the Hurricanes offer sheet, which was a one year, $6.1 million deal. I think he will do absolutely well on Carolina's blue line. I'm sorry, not blue line, on their top four group. And I still think it's, I still find it hilarious that. This is Don Waddell that this was basically Don Waddell getting revenge on Mark Bergevin after Bergevin back in 2019, tried to offer Sebastian Ajo and, and to also to fill up just Barry Cook the the coyote, the Canadians acquired Christian Dvorak from the Arizona coyotes in exchange for the first and third round pick from the Carolina hurricanes. Now, on the Carolina side for Cook and Emmy, that's a really good move. I think he will do really well in Carolina's center depth. And as for Montreal, the fact that you also got Christian Dvorak, I don't think it's not a horrible move at all. Like, they had to clear cap space anyway. And as for Arizona, Arizona still can't score goals apparently, so it's actually not a horrible move. And I think they're doing solid in just refresh, just sell the house basically. And to also add the information, if you actually go to Cap Friendly, it's actually kind of ridiculous on how many draft picks they actually have for this year. And the St. Louis Blues have re-signed defenseman Colton Pareco on an eight-year, $52 million deal. Okay, the first time I heard this, this almost gave me Seth Jones vibe. And he's still a young defenseman. Eight years, okay, that's fine, but 52 million, uh, uh you know, he's actually a good defenseman. I, I just don't know. Too early for me to judge on the cap hit. Like it's not a, an awful, awful deal, but it's an okay one to say the least. But I still think he he will be a solid addition. He'll be a solid part to St. Louis's blue line as they hopefully do better in the playoffs if they make it, and they'll still do solid next season. And I got a question for you, NHL fans. We still got some remaining restricted free agents. Quinn Hughes, Elias Pettersson from the Vancouver Canucks, Kirill Kaprizov of the Minnesota Wild. Now, by the time I'm recording this, there was a rumor that he is gonna get the contract that he wants, but I have not heard ever since. So if I find that, I will give you the update. And rumor has it that it's most likely gonna be around. I think it's most likely like the like the four year, like five million or nine million dollar average that he was asking. Brady. Anyway, the other remaining restricted free agents: Brady Kachuk of the Ottawa Senators, Rasmus Dahlin of the Buffalo Sabers. Nolan Patrick of the Philadelphia Flyers. Actually, Las Vegas Golden Knights. Now a member of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Kyler Yamamoto of the Edmonton Oilers. And Robert Thomas of the St. Louis Blues. I want to know your thoughts on who do you think is probably going to sign an offer sheet. Now, I don't know if we'll see another one. Because with the Cook one. It's also the first time since Dustin Pedersen went from the Anaheim Ducks to the Edmonton Oilers, and that was back in 2007. 2007, ladies and gentlemen. That's a long, long time ago. And if I had to predict, I think it's going to be Robert Thomas for right now. The reason why I say for right now is they still got Vladimir Tarasenko, and he wants out. And... If we go to Cap Friendly, CapFriendly.com, with Tarasenko's seven million dollar cap hit, the projected cap space the St. Louis Blues are about to have is basically one point five million. Now, one point five million. I mean. Robert Thomas is really the only one, and he wants like $7 million. I I don't know about $7 million. I could see him get around like $5 million. So if they trade Vladimir Tarasenko's $7.5 million cap hit, which that's going on for the next two years, if we count this upcoming season, this season and two more, it's definitely going to be a challenge, but... And if I also had to predict, I could see Robert Thomas basically get like a $5 million cap hit. I mean, he's only 22 years old after all. So, yeah, let me know your thoughts on this one, NHL fans. Are the remaining RFAs going to re-sign, or are we going to see another offer sheet signed to a different player from a different team? And now into my weekly team review, where I give my weekly thoughts, reviews, and opinions on every single NHL team. And for this week's team, we got the Tampa Bay Lightning, the defending two time, the defending back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. So the Tampa Bay Lightning, in 56 games played, had a record of 36-17-3 for 75 points for third in the division, a goals for of 181, a goals against of 147, a goal differential of plus 34, and then in their last 10 before the playoffs, they were 6-3-1. Their goalie stats. We're gonna go a little backwards, change it up a bit this time. Andre Vasilevsky, in 42 games played, had a record of 31-10-1 with a 2.21 goals against and a 9.25 save percentage. Absolutely fantastic. Christopher Gibson, in two games played, had a record of 1-1-0 with a 2.66 goals against and an 8.75 save percentage. And then Curtis McIlhenny, in 12 games played, had a record of 4-6-2. With a 309 goals against and an 875 save percentage. And for their top five goal scorers, Braden Point in 56 games played, 23 goals, 25 assists for 48 points. A quick note to that, he almost broke the all time playoff goal record, which he almost hit the 20 goal plateau. And I believe he finished with like 16 or like 8, 14, I think. And then Andre Pilat in 55 games played, 15 goals, 31 assists for 46 points, followed by defenseman Victor Hedman in 54 games played, had a record of 9, 36, and 45. I'm sorry, 9 goals, 36 assists for 45 points. I apologize for that part. That was a little mistaken on my part. Followed by Yanni Gord in 56 games played, 17 goals, 19 assists for 36 points, and the captain Steven Stamkos in 38 games played, 17 goals, 17 assists for 34 points. Now, I got a question for you, Tampa. My biggest question I have for the Tampa Bay Lightning fans. While I still think you guys will do just fine for this upcoming season, but are you guys going to 3 Will the Tampa Bay Lightning 3 for the Stanley Cup? While they still got Curtis McAleen and Andre Vasilevsky basically as their one two punch. And yes, they still have their main top guys like Steven Stamkos, Victor Hedman, Nikita Kucherov if he stays healthy, Alex Kalorn, Braden Point, Mikhail Sergachev. They even still got guys like Anthony Sorelli, Ryan McDonough. Jan Ruda, and for so many. But I still think Tampa is hurt on depth because this offseason they pretty much lost a lot of depth in Blake Coleman, Tyler Johnson, David Savard, and so forth. So will the Tampa Bay Lightning three-peat? That is my biggest question for you Tampa Bay Lightning fans. You guys let me know your thoughts on that. So thank you for tuning in to episode number 27 of Bill Man the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Mann. Stay tuned for episode number 28. Peace.